Welcome to On the Edge with April Mahoney Brains. You hit the spot. The place where the conversation is pointed, the guests are sharp, and the responses are never dull. Put your thinking caps on, because the conversation starts now. Welcome to On the Edge with April Mahoney Brains. How are you today? This is your favorite place, the best podcast on the planet, the place where the conversation is pointed in your face. The guest is sharp. There she is. And the response is what? They're never dull. We are down in Tennessee, somewhere I'm about to go in a few weeks uh, with Michelle Koken. And she has developed a line of products, natural products, for the biggest organ in our body, brains, our skin. I worked in the cosmetic industry and I know the trickery, okay? My mother used to say, oh, all that stuff, it's not real. They just put one big batch and then they just change the colors. Well, I don't believe all that's true. I know that there's different ingredients, but people don't uh, take into consideration as seriously as they should what goes on their skin as much as they goes in their mouth. This is the biggest organ. You put something here, it spreads immediately. You'll see a lot of medications now are coming out with ointments and topicals instead of ingestibles because it absorbs into the body. Parabens, what does that do to the skin? But what are natural products? Because I love some shea butter and some cocoa butter and olive oil. I mean, I guess that's why I'm not looking 60. But Michelle's going to talk to us about that and the great work that she does in the industry. And we're going to support her because we're going to look at her line and we're going to make some purchases too. So before we get into that, let's hear a little bit about her story. Welcome to On the Edge, Michelle. Thank you very much. Hello, Brains. I'm yeah. very happy to be here. Well, we're happy to have you. So tell us a little bit about you and how you show up in the world. Well, I... Um, as far as the story goes with skincare, when I was a little girl, really all through my teenage years, even up until recently, maybe about, I don't know, six, seven years ago, I've had a lot of skin issues myself. I grew up with eczema, you know, the dried, um, crusty patches of skin. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> High school, I was so embarrassed because I had this patch that would show up right on my throat and it almost looked like a hickey but um I was I had a very religious background and I I did not have a boyfriend and it was just one of the worst feelings in the world to had a hickey around everyone right right there in the middle of my coat when it was just eczema so I have really been able to relate to people that have dealt with skin issues and now that I have put myself into school and with the skin is a much deeper issue. Um, I've not only decided to create my own product line, skincare line, but also help people with uh, consultation about health and helping them in many ways to get naturally healthy, including making good choices with their skincare. Well, that's um, wonderful. Um, so you said that you had some skin. I have some friends that have some uh, some eczema, and sometimes it looks like fish scales. It, it's really, really bad. They don't do anything about it. My uh, stepsister had it too, and she was telling me that she was working in a fast food restaurant, and grease makes it a lot worse. 
Oh, yes. I was actually a, a server and worked in a restaurant for a while, and I helped the cook every now and then. And whenever I got my hands near certain foods, mm. <laughs> I would just, man, take off. I had alligator skin sometimes in the restaurant. It was it was awful, awful. So Now, not only does it flake, but does it itch? Does it hurt? Does it burn? It 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 actually you know it, it's just a terrible. So anyway, my parents they were actually uh, very in tune to the ways of natural healing as far as food went with some things. Um, we were vegetarians for a while, and I guess that got me started looking into uh, being healthier naturally. But you know, you go to Walmart, you get all these. And you see these magazines, you know, oh, this plant purifies the air, or this product's help, you know, with this, or, um, you know, all these amazing natural, very inexpensive ways to better your health. And so when I put myself into school, I got myself a degree in complementary and alternative medicine. Wow. With a specialty in herbs and in learning about herbs. We, of course, learn of the essential oils that they produce. And these essential oils are very therapeutic. They can actually help with so much healing activity, not only inside the body, but so much more so on the outside of the body. So I decided to create my own product line of skincare that involves a lot of essential oils. And my education with this degree, the college I went to, American College of Health, Healthcare Sciences, they prepare you to create your own cosmetics. They, you know, teach you the ratios and the same those things. So I have. Um, I know I worked in the cosmetic industry for a long time, and I understand the pair, the pair bins, and the different colors and additives, and what it can do to the skin. But also there's some great products out there, serums and, you know, um, natural products for the skin. But you have to know the ingredients, just like the ingredients in ingestibles that you put in your body. You should also pay attention to the things, you know, uh, one of the big, um, big brands got in a lot of trouble for baby powder. Who would have ever thought that that would have been contaminated with asbestos? You think about hair care products. African-American women right now are going through a big class action for a hair straightener because the chemicals in the hair straightener are causing them to have ovarian problems and hormonal right. problems. You know, and who would ever think of something like that? But also medicine now is going more to topicals instead of ingestibles because it absorbs directly into the skin. So as you started to do this, I want to ask you a couple of things about what you just said. Essential oils. I have an herb garden right now. I have no idea. How, how do you begin to extract the essential oil out of it do you boil it do you bake it do you strain it how would you even get the oil out of some rosemary that's a wonderful question and there are different ways i don't personally extract the oils from the plants i do purchase a very um i i purchase therapeutic grade essential oils from very reputable companies i do a lot of research on them before i I uh, create anything. I make sure I have a safety sheet and all those types of things that are should go along with them. 
But anyway, um, you can distill them. Uh, a distillery, they would go through quite the process where they um, do some separating and, and heating or pressing and um, using steam that uh, would be considered a steam distillation. And then you end up getting some oils from these plants. It's pretty amazing how uh, rose oil can be quite expensive because um, it takes so, so many rose petals. Well, I was just thinking that. I was saying, good, good God, how much could it take to get about this much worth of oil and that is, you know, and then, you know, you got to distill it like, like you That's would do right. cocaine or, or anything else. And this is the challenge, though. You have to sustain it. That's why a lot of these companies, you got the shelf life. And Brains, look on the back of your product. I don't want to call anybody out right now, but there's a code on the back of there. There's an expiration date on your cosmetics. Mascara, you know that you only keep that for, you know, two, three months. But we're talking about your foundation. We're talking about your moisturizers. All of these things have a shelf life because they have to stay on the shelf for so long and they have to, to sustain them. How do, um, how do you sustain natural products? Is there a, a natural way of doing it? I know that you have a lot of your products in that the amber glass, and I know that I have some products in the amber glass that really helps sustain it and 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 keep it pure. But how do you how do you do that? Yes, that's part of it, the amber glass, because light and heat can destroy the effectiveness of your product and the ingredients that you've used to create them. Um, but as far as natural things, I love that you're bringing this up because conventional made synthetic ingredients, uh, they tend to um, go bad or rancid uh, a lot more quickly than many of your natural products. So especially things like your shea butter. <laughs> shea butter can last years. Um, you've got cocoa butter, kupawaku butter, jojoba butter. You're talking about several years. Uh, there's one particularly that I use called candelilla wax. Um, instead of beeswax, you have people that have allergies actually to flowers and things. They don't realize they shouldn't use beeswax. And so I use candelilla wax, and that has an indefinite shelf life. Um, so I just love <laughs> getting into making all of these things people don't realize you don't have to put all these horrible horrible preservatives in these products because a lot of times they can last on their own or uh, you have to think about why companies might feel the need to use these preservatives you know are they not using other safety practices that could maybe cost them money or just for other reasons absolutely uh, the way they need to be well, and, you know, you have to be very careful, Brains, on what you put on your baby. You know, now that's a staple. You know, Black folks, we going to butter that baby up. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, and, and put a little dab of perfume on them because people's kissing around that neck. You don't want them smelling sweaty or spoiled milk, anything like that. You want them to smell good. I love good fragrances. I don't have any of them on my desk right now, but uh, I love essential oils. I love natural oils, natural perfumes. I will put, you know, my lotion on as a base or I'll put olive oil or, you know, 
cocoa butter, whatever I put on it. And then I'll put a dab of an essential oil. I put them in certain places and those places generate heat, which makes the, the scent become alluring, but also it makes it your own. Do you add fragrances to your products or do you just kind of leave them generic and allow the consumer if they want to add, you know, some perfume or something afterwards? Because you got to watch these perfumes. They're full of alcohol. Yes. And in fact, uh, the FDA and other agencies don't require so many ingredients to be on the label of many of our products, including our uh, perfumes, our colognes, our um, fabric sheets we put in the dryer, you know, uh, mm -hmm. our detergents, so many different things. There's there's over 120 chemicals that could be um, used in, in your fabric, um, your dryer sheets alone that do not have to be listed. <laughs> so with um, even your perfumes, even products out there that are containing essential oils, natural things, you have to really see if there's anything synthetic in it. If it says just the word fragrance, it could be so, so many things and it may not be natural. It could be synthetic. And that means too that, um, you know, it can get on your skin inside your blood. I tell people, you know, what gets on your skin, so much of it actually gets into your blood. Yeah, immediately yeah. absorbs, immediately. Yeah. And that cross, that cross contamination. Yes, and like you mentioned, you know, a lot of uh, medicines are going topical because they realize that they get into your organ systems of your body and uh, can spread systemically. They can either help or hurt you and essential oils particularly, their, their chemical structure is so small that uh, it goes beyond many, many uh, chemicals even uh, into your, your skin and your body, which is why they can be therapeutic. But I put some um, scented essential oils in my products and some of them I don't because there are people that have you know, very sensitive skin, they're allergic. I know people, they can't handle anything floral. They can't be around flowers. They can't yeah. be around trees. So I love um, Atlas Cedarwood essential oil. It is incredible, but I don't put it in, you know, necessarily certain things. I have products that are unscented that are, um, and, and when I say unscented, that's something interesting too, because you could go out there and buy something that says fragrance free mm -hmm. or scent free, but that doesn't mean there's not anything in it that doesn't have fragrance. They've just used other chemicals to counter the smell. And a lot of people don't realize that. But when it comes to fragrances too, let's say um, florals, for instance, uh, if a person has the allergy to ragweed, so what I've learned uh, through my, my schooling and research is that if you're allergic to one plant, you really have to stay away from every plant in that same plant family. So if you're allergic to ragweed, you also don't do chrysanthemums. You don't do chamomile. Think of how many products have chamomile in it. There's oh, hand yeah. wipes, oh. chamomile. Yeah, and, um, and tea and hand sanitizers. But let me ask you uh, a couple questions. First, do you have to have a degree uh, in chemistry or no chemistry or basic uh, uh, 
maybe compounds, compounds, is that what you call it? That's, I, a, that's a good word to use, yeah. Um, to create a, a cosmetic line, a product line, you know, unfortunately, the FDA does not regulate cosmetics very well. You do not have to have um, particular licenses or degrees to create certain things, which unfortunately puts more burden on the consumer themselves to do more research and make sure that what they're buying is safe for them. Uh, the FDA does ask that you do certain things as far as the labels are concerned. So with my labeling, I do have to mention whether or not it's um, to be avoided during pregnancy. So I'll say, you know, avoid while pregnant on the label. Uh, if they have certain health conditions, um, I have a certain roller. It's got spearmint and uh, another. I'm not, my mind went blank for a second. But anyway, I have to put on there that if you have a certain kidney condition, you know, don't don't use this or don't use certain products in the sun. Um, using patchouli or certain citrus oils can actually be considered phototoxic or photosensitive, which means if it gets exposure to the sun, it can create damage to the skin. Mm. Wearing it, so. Let me ask you about two products. One is hand sanitizer. I had an aunt that, oh my God, especially during COVID. I mean, they, but what people have to understand is don't overthink it, okay? Get a product that works for you, that you like, that has the, you know, the, the chemical compounds that work within your skin, but you need certain bacteria anyway. That's so right. you know, your hand, your, you know, I mean, everything, sanitize, sanitize, was overly obsessive with that. And I'm saying you could probably be causing some issues as well, because now you don't have a natural barrier. What do you, think about, what do you think about hand sanitizers? Uh, I completely agree with you that you are, you're not keeping a level of natural bacteria that you need on your skin. Um, the sanitizer, unfortunately, the hand sanitizer that's most commonly made, you know, with, with the United States, they um, do strip the outer layer of your skin. And that's supposed to be a protection to you, the outer, you know, the layers of your skin. So what I've done, um, Atlas Cedarwood essential oil, ironically, <laughs> you mentioning it earlier, is fantastic for that reason too. It's a natural antimicrobial. And actually, if you go to the National Institute of Health, where you can find a lot of clinical studies that have been performed with people, um, you can actually see the research uh, on Atlas Cedarwood and how it compares to hand sanitizer. It's actually a wonderful, effective way to kill microbes that are bad, but keep the good bacteria on you and do other great things for your skin. Because mm -hmm. um, so with, with COVID, we didn't know what we was killing, girl. We didn't know what we was doing. <laughs> and people were like, <laughs> I used to carry those little wipes and hand sanitizers, I go to the ATM, I still do it to this day. I wipe it off before I touch it because yeah. we're always touching our face. I didn't, you know, you don't, you don't realize it. Okay, you know, right, was <laughs> right, or you got something in your tooth, you, you, your finger right in your mouth, or you're digging in your ear. These are, or in your eyes, these are open mucous membranes. 
brains. Yes. It only takes a second. How do you think you get colds and flus? The first thing they do is they, they tell the kids, you know, don't wipe the snot on the back of your hand, get a tissue. Now it's, you can't sneeze in your hand. You got to sneeze in the pit of your arm. It's different uh, how you can contract these things. So be conscious of that. Try to reduce touching your face as much as possible. Cleaning off like your lipsticks. When I worked in cosmetics, people will walk right into the cosmetic department, Michelle, and grab that lipstick and put it right on their lips, and I would cringe. I was like, somebody could have had a cold sore. Somebody could have, you know, the herpes virus, uh, anything going on, and you're just quick to put that stuff on. Clean it off. And clean your own stuff up. Put a little alcohol. It won't ruin the, the, the color. Put a little alcohol over it. Wipe it off and make sure that it is sanitized and it's clean. Wipe all that crusty lotion off the top of your, <laughs> your thing because it changes its yeah. composure. Yeah. You know what's but, funny about the fact that you mentioned lipstick is uh, they say a woman consumes uh, up to about seven pounds worth of lipstick. And, and stains, you know, some of them really stain your lips. Yes. And that's why, too, I, I've created some lip oils and, and products um, with Ayurvedic medicine. I, I love Ayurveda. They teach that you shouldn't put anything on your skin that you can't consume. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's pretty interesting when they. And what I do is I do a little exfoliation. I put a little sugar and some Vaseline uh, and I put it on my lips as an exfoliator. And my husband loves it because they're so soft and kissable. Uh, but sunscreen, sunscreen has changed and it is ever evolving. Uh, it was to the point sometime that people well, a few years ago, and I'm sure that it can still be pretty toxic. You have to be careful around your babies. You spray it. And the first thing they do is right in their eye. It has caused some children to have temporary blindness because of that. Sun mm -hmm. protection is so important. I don't care if you are Black people. Don't think that you don't burn, baby, especially with this global warming. You burn more so because you don't think that you're in the sun that much. You need to, I don't care what, you know, what your skin color is, you need to protect that organ. Wouldn't you agree, Michelle? Absolutely. Um, sunscreen, though, is, is a, a tricky thing because... They do, unfortunately, add a lot of junk into those also, you know, to make them sparkle, uh, mm. the lotion, uh, lots of different things. They put nanoparticles in sunscreen. And that's but they make, them, they make them so that they're, uh, they're uh, you can't wash them off because you want to get <laughs> in the pool with the sunscreen. And that's kind of alarming. <laughs> that's funny. Um, and, and you're right. So a lot of them are like that. Uh, and that's why I created my own sunscreen too it's a no nano sunscreen is what it's called because it doesn't contain these nanoparticles where they've they've made these particles so so little um to do what they wanted them to do and uh but nanoparticles they are so small they can change even your your dna your genetics so really it, it is it is crazy alarming um just what's out there and so many people they they trust still the government to to not allow certain things out there but if only they knew and you know there's still cigarettes on on the shelves you know i mean it's yes it's got a warning label on it but it's out there uh the fda they allow um there's a particular preservative you'll probably find too in a lot of sunscreens because it's in lotion shampoo conditioner 
face cream makeup, but it's called phenoxyethanol. Mm, um, I've seen that. Yes. And so if anybody wants to look it up, um, it's spelled P-H-E-N, Phen, Oxy, O-X-Y, Ethanol. Uh, so phenoxyethanol. And this is a preservative that affects your brain and spinal cord. Ooh. Yes. And so it's your central nervous system. Um, but the FDA allows it because they say as long as you don't use more than like 0.1% uh, in a day, then you're fine. But what they're not telling you is that it can actually stay in your body for months. That's why they've used it as a preservative, at least in one of the vaccines that I'm aware of um, with their ingredients. So things stay in your body. They can build up over time and then cause more skin issues. You think because something's not affecting you right now, externally that you can see that it actually is not but it is, and it, it's building up over the years. And um, phenoxyethanol, actually, they had to recall a, a uh, baby's, um, well, it was a nipple cream that mothers were using. And they were finding that babies were ending up with these uh, severe um, neurological issues. And it, it came back to the phenoxyethanol that they were consuming from the nipple cream from breastfeeding. Um, but phenoxyethanol is just, if anybody takes anything away from this podcast, it's please look for phenoxyethanol because it is everywhere. Even in some of those natural products, um, they're, they could be so fantastic in 18 different ways, but have phenoxyethanol in it. Right. And so show us a few of the products in your product line. Okay, um, so talking about babies, then I guess we'll just segue right into that. What I've um, got here, if you can see it, I know it's kind of backwards there, but it's called Bedtime Flowers Baby Butter. And this is um, to rub on your baby's skin to help your baby calm down for sleep time. It does have Roman chamomile in it. This is the only product I have chamomile in actually, but babies don't really react to chamomile as someone might if they have an allergy to that plant family I mentioned earlier. It's got rose and that candelilla wax. Um, so again, it's got an indefinite shelf life uh, as far as the wax goes. You have to look at sometimes the other oils added to know if it, if it can last always. But grapeseed oil too, which is fantastic for um, for getting absorbing into the skin. A lot of people might use uh, coconut oil. Coconut oil though sometimes can clog up pores. Mm -hmm. so I don't uh, use coconut oh, oil. Oh yeah, honey, we, we, cocoa butter. <laughs> that yeah, used, cocoa to, be, butter, that used to be, story. that used to be the running joke with, uh, with uh, President Obama. They say, yeah, the women like him cause they be smelling that cocoa butter and then he splash on that polo cologne and we would laugh because we know that's the staple. We've always used, um, you know, but that's another thing that I want to just, before you go into the other products, okay, do something on your skin. I see people that look like alligators. They are, well, I, I keep it real because I was in the cosmetics. You need to exfoliate that skin. I'm sure you have a beautiful exfoliator. There are things and recipes that you can get 
you know, sea salt and other, you know, oils that you mix, but you need to slough off that top layer of skin so that it can breathe, but also moisturize, moisturize, moisturize. It will keep you young. It will keep the skin uh, soft and supple. You know, I love to touch my own skin because it's soft. <laughs> but <laughs> but it's very, very important. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. And, and people are always very surprised with my age. I'm 45 years old. Wow. Um, but because I have had eczema most of my life, I don't anymore. Uh, and that was me cleaning up my skincare, but also my internal health um, mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. really an internal they found eczema is an autoimmune condition but anyway um i've put lotion moisturizers creams different things on me all throughout my life morning and night i really had to with such dry skin and i think that contributes to to my look i play around with people sometimes and i say i'm 60 62 years old I'm like, what? But yeah, that's what my face cream does for me. <laughs> but uh, no, oh, I'm 45. Talk, we talked a little bit about the eczema. It is dry, flaky. Sometimes it itches. I've seen people yes. that it gets so bad where they don't treat it and it gets like scabs. Does oh, it yeah. eat? That, uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't know that it was categorized as an autoimmune disease. That's interesting. Yes, ma'am. And that's that's really um, some more recent research that has come out. And I, I try to tell people too, when they look at research and studies and things, look at things that are maybe within the last five years, 10 years, so much more has been learned. A lot of, uh, with my consulting, you know, I talk to people about health, I encourage them and I tell them, listen, I understand you have this autoimmune condition, but so many of them now they find can be reversed. They're not incurable like many doctors thought. And eczema really is related to the liver and gut in such a big way. Um, your liver is your, your detoxing, your main detoxing uh, part of your body that's gonna help cleanse your, yourself of toxins. And one way we do that is through our skin. You know, our pores, they let out things. That's why we sweat. Um, that's why people go to saunas, they're detoxing. <laughs> Um, but when you get so much toxic junk in your body and yet your body's not working well, right. different organs, including your liver and gut, it's going to still try to push stuff out as well as it can because it doesn't belong in the body. And hence things will come through your pores. So depending on the toxins that are coming out of your body, those would end up being the different sorts of rashes or skin conditions you can have, you know, psoriasis, uh, just so many different things because you're, you're actually, your body's trying to cleanse itself uh, and get itself healthier. But it, you know, if you're not going to the bathroom regularly and getting rid of toxins that way, the only places through your pores for these toxins to leave your body. There's only four places that it can sweat, breath. Your urine. Your urine and your bowels. There you go. Phrase, if you go to the bathroom and everybody has to leave the house, that lets you know. You're that right. Decide, okay. What I do, I juice. Get some fresh juice. And I'm not talking about the, you know, pasteurized in the carton. Get you some fresh juice or some fresh fruit first thing in the morning. 
I'm impressed. That is, is fantastic advice. It's a natural cleanser. I'm telling you, me and Mr. Magnificent use the bathroom. I don't use the sanitizing spray unless I'm cleaning the bathroom. There's no smell. And it's wonderful. And you know, I hate to say it, but them boys, ooh, girl, they can be rough. Because, you know, men are like tanks. Their stomach can just take anything. Okay, so go back to the products. I want to see a little bit more of the product line. Okay, so this one is for your whole body. This is one of my best sellers. It's called Glow Beautifully. And mm -hmm. it has blue and pink letters because I've put blue and pink on the labels when uh, you want to know if it's safe for pregnant ladies or not. So this is a fantastic product. It's got cocoa butter in it, a camellia oil, argan oil, apricot, and it's also got um, red raspberry seed oil, which is actually fantastic for the body because it um, prevents damage from the UVA and UVB rays of the sun. So it is fantastic. Um, and I use all organic, any ingredients I mentioned, you know, here, they're going to be organic. The red raspberry seed oil is actually unrefined. Um, my apricot oil is actually cold pressed. Cold pressed is another way to get essential oils out of your plants. They, they just press them. They don't heat them. They don't heat them at all and destroy anything. It, that's why they say wow. it's cold. So it's cold pressed. And uh, so that's what, how you can find two better products out there, whether you find my product line or, or others out there, it says cold pressed. We're only going to be looking for yours. I hope so. But well, you know, now, um, now I see that that product and the products that you're showing are in a blue glass. That blue glass is as equally sustainable as the amber glass. Oh, this, the, no, these are... Uh, maybe it's the, the screen, but these are the brown amber glass. Oh, okay. It's probably the screen. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, the first one I had showed you um, was actually blue. See, this one's blue. Okay. Um, and this one's called Daring Date Night uh, Tropical Massage and Body Oil. Put it over a little bit because we can't. There you go. Okay. Ooh. There we go. That's the exotic stuff, huh? Yes, so I have uh, date night products. Um, I'm still increasing my product line. I have quite a few, but the ones that do uh, date night um, type. Now, and we can, and we're all adults here, brains. But I want you to understand when you mean that. Are these um, sexual stimulants? So that oil I just showed you is made only of aphrodisiac. Uh, essential oils. <laughs> All right now, Brace, you just use a dab. Now don't try to use the whole bottle. <laughs> there you go. There you go. And you know, some essential oils can actually be mixed with a few oils and help the men uh, with getting ready for mm -hmm. date night, uh, that, that time in bed. Um, and, and, the, and women too, because women suffer with vaginal drying. Yes. And if you are a particular age and you're going through the menopause, you may need some assistance with that. There's That's no right. there's no shame in that. But natural is always best. Absolutely. And it is out there. Um, you just have to, to look for it. And like I said, I'm increasing my line. I, I have probably about 80 different products. Wow. But, um, there's, there's more to come um, because... I still don't have everything that a person or people need. And I just, I just want to keep helping. And, and uh, like you said, you women have that. like uh, toothpaste. 
I have a tooth powder and a tooth oil. So you can actually create a paste with those two if you wish, or you can use the powder alone or the oil alone. But um, the powder is made of diatomaceous earth and neem leaf powder. Um, if you consider the Aborigines or people in third world countries, it's been known and talked about that their teeth are so white. Yes. How can you have white teeth when you don't have toothbrushes and toothpaste? It's because they chew on these neem leaves. Yep. I have where I have a, a bark that I chew on as well. And it, wow. it's like a natural fluoride stick. You are so impressive. You do well. So you know, I, I tell you, I hang out with brains all the time, but my African girlfriends turn me on to that uh, yes. because they have a um, they have a store, and mm -hmm. I go in there and I chew on this fluoride stick, and their teeth are strong and they are white as they can be. They're not using peroxide, which is you know okay. They're not using these teeth whiteners and putting the plates in there and sitting under that infrared light for two hours or three hours to whiten their teeth. They just kind of chew on that, and it also it helps to stop smoking. When you chew on that fluoride stick, that it takes. They say it takes the craving. I don't smoke, so but it takes wow. the craving away for from cigarettes. So that and it's good for your digestion because you can swallow it as well. So uh, um, it's a lot of benefits to that. Well, I, I don't doubt that, um, but if you don't mind me saying this, fluoride does have some some really negative implications. There's actually part of your brain, the pineal gland, that um, fluoride can can cause a calcification of that part of the brain. And also um, people that have thyroid conditions are extremely... Um, brain cell... These are alternatives. These are natural alternatives. If you are under currently under a doctor's care for any of the things that we've mentioned, um, we want you to continue with that course of treatment. But these are options. If you're looking to try something different, if you're looking to switch, if you're looking to do a combination of both, but please stay under the same medical regimen that you have been staying with your primary care physician or dermatologist or you know, uh, pediatrician, because that is, you know, everybody's different, everybody's unique, and we want to make sure that you have the best care. So yeah, the fluoride, um, fluoride sticks are, are pretty interesting. I wish I had my stuff with me. I don't have it here so that you could kind of see what some of these things are, but you can always Google them. Google is your friend. So now you have done all these wonderful things how are you selling and marketing your product? Do you have an online uh, shopping cart? Do you do community festivals? Are you doing product demonstrations? How are you really marketing and letting people know what you have available? There are a few different ways. I do have my own website. It is happyhealthnaturally.org. So happyhealthnaturally.org, just like the name of my business, Happy Health Naturally. Uh, LLC. And I also have my products in a doctor's office. I work with and alongside a doctor. He's a chiropractor and functional neurologist in Asheville, North Carolina. And um, he, <laughs> he's heard what, what the patients have said about my products. And he, he really thought it'd be helpful to get my things in there and, and has really given me the privilege and ability to sell my product line in his uh, lobby there at the doctor's office. And oh, then I have some products um, 
in an apothecary next door to the doctor's office. It's called the Pinnacle Apothecary. Uh, and I have a book actually that's coming out to oh, mark in wow. also the importance of, you know, making the choices with your skincare. It's hopefully going to be released toward the end of August. It's called Homicide by Hygiene. Wow. Oh, wow. That's an interesting title. Now, that's going to draw a lot of yeah. attention. That's going to, yeah, that's going to draw a lot of attention because you are, you're killing yourself slowly. Yes, um, yes you are. You're killing yourself slowly. Now, see, I have like a little skin keratosis and I didn't put any makeup, but I want you guys to kind of see it. And you'll see it on the side of my face right here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And girl, let me tell you what happened. Now, you, you may not agree with this treatment, but it was a lifesaver. So for me, this stuff was taking over my skin. My mother's skin was absolutely flawless. For the day she died, 91, not a wrinkle, not a crinkle, nothing. So this is hereditary. This came on my father's side from my grandmother. But as I get older, and you will see that you see a lot of African-American Black people that have this. And at first, they think it's freckles. It's not freckles. These things get really, really big, and they spread. So I go to the dermatologist. I was afraid to get them lasered off because I didn't want to keloid. The melanin in our skin, well, you know, I can put some foundation over this, but I did not want bumps you know, big, massive bumps where they're going to have to dig into my skin and take all this stuff out. Anyway, I go to the dermatologist. You know what he told me to put on that? And now, I, again, you see it now, baby, you should have seen how it was. This was all down here, down my neck, on both sides. It was awful. Vaseline. Petroleum jelly. I see that uh -huh. smoke on your face. You go, okay, now, April, I'm, I'm about to light and cheap. Okay, and I get it. I get it. But my brother had flawless skin and he never used anything but Vaseline. What is it in petroleum jelly or the petroleum that is so toxic and bad for us? Because I, I, I had to do it and I have to do it every now and then. I got to get this off my face, but I'll put it on and I pack it on for you know day or two and then I'll go and I'll wipe it off really good. And it'll just start to fade and they'll just start to come on. So I know there's some something in it. But what is that in petroleum jelly and Vaseline's? Well, a lot of times uh, they can be helpful because they create such a barrier. Um, you know, there's no air that's let in and out. Um, and that's what sometimes your skin needs. Your skin needs this the strong barrier that protects you from outside pollutants and debris and different things so that it can take the time it needs to heal. Um, so, you know, I'm hearing the word petroleum though. I'm thinking gasoline. I'm thinking some sort of. Yes, because it is derived from, yes, gas, like gas products. It's, it's, um, it's not healthy for you, even though, you know, a lot of prescriptions too, they help you with what they are prescribed to do. You know, they might lower your blood pressure or do certain things, but there's side effects to every prescription out there because they're, they're just so strong with what they do and not safe in other ways that it's still affecting other parts of your body. So it might help one thing, but it can hurt another. And that's the same too for a lot of um, chemicals and a lot of different ingredients that are used in skincare industry. 
yes, it will create a barrier for your skin or it could help, you know, this heal or this, you know, look better, but it's going to hurt it's other a quick parts. Fix. You know, but I thought it was really going to clog my pores. I thought I was going to get big acne bumps and all yeah. that. And it, it, it no, it, it hasn't done me that way, you know, but again, I use it sparingly. I'll do it for a few days. I see the results. Um, and then, I'll, you know, give the skin time to breathe. Just wash yeah. with some basic wash, no, you know, elaborate $25 face wash and $65, sure. uh, you know, serums yeah. and this, that, and the other and all that. Those things are wonderful. But again, you're going to age, you're going to age and you should be happy that you live long enough to see a wrinkle or a crinkle in your skin. Let's ask oh, some yeah. fun questions about you, Michelle. Okay. You seem like you're really healthy, okay? But what's some of your guilty pleasures? What is what are some <laughs> of the things that, that you do that you know that you look at yourself with a side eye? Okay. All right. Well, um my my issue honestly, it, when I do have an issue, it has to do with proportion. So there's there are these pretzels I like. Mm. I, I'm grain, I'm grain free. I don't have any grains at all, but there are these pretzels that are made of cassava flour. Cassava is actually a root vegetable. And really you can't tell the difference um, from the other pretzels, but I'll eat the whole bag sometimes because it's such a little bag, <laughs> but it's still more than one serving. So sometimes, you know, I, I have to be careful about my proportions and then, um, I'd say 99.9% .9 of the time I'm sugar free also no sugar at least refined sugars and um yet there's a and I'm dairy free so there's a, an ice cream that I love and it has no dairy it's made of cashew milk it's well, very you tell me about that is it really good now is it's it so, it's so good it's a quiet now. Come on, be real with me, because you can't mess no. with my ice cream now. It's, it's yeah, you're right. There, there, are, there's such a thing as acquired taste out there. But um, this ice cream, it's made by So Delicious. It's super chocolatey. It's called like double chocolate truffle or something like that. Oh, and it, it, the one thing in it that is not good is that it has some cane sugar in there. Mm. So that, that's my guilty uh, cheat. You know, if if I do, but I will never cheat on grains ever and that's that that's a whole nother conversation one day in the future but yeah. I, I never especially on that. with gmos especially when what with gmos oh yeah that that's yeah, that's, that's a whole nother that's a whole nother show there brains uh there that we can talk about but see i'm seeing that you're, you have a lifestyle and this is what i need for you to consider brains this is a lifestyle this is long term you can't just jump into this and say oh okay i'm gonna clear my eczema and then six months from now go off this regimen because it's going to come back this Absolutely. has to be who you are and what you do all the time it just has to become mechanical. Um, but again, Michelle is eating very clean. So what she's ingesting in her body is also important because as we said, it's got to come out of the skin through your sweat, through your pores. So it's going to hit your skin anyway. Let's ask this question. If you were an appliance in the kitchen, what appliance would you be and why? <laughs> wow, I have never been asked that question before. I'm glad to be your first. <laughs> 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 oh my gracious uh um 
Well, you mentioned a, a juicer, and to be honest, that would probably be me because I've been I've been told I I'm too analytical sometimes, so I extract a lot from this and that, mm -hmm. and uh, mm -hmm. sometimes I push myself too hard or I, I do too much and uh juicers you really can't get more effort into you know destroying a vegetable than than that <laughs> well um, you know and, and again that's the challenge that i have with my juicer is yeah, what a lot of power what yeah but what do i do with the pulp i don't want to throw it away you know oh, it makes great beets and 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 uh you know uh there'll be some apple in there there'll be some carrots in there what do you do? Can yeah. I just boil that and make a broth or something? Well, with the vegetables, sure, throw them in a soup. Um, or the there was a lady who she told me she took um, celery, um, the pulp from it, and she made fritters. Uh, but what I do sometimes, I, I like making these veggie muffins. I'm actually working on a cookbook, too, so it's going to be a recipe in, in the cookbook. But my husband has been... Um, good enough to try everything that I experiment with and create in the kitchen. And he, that's one thing he really loves the veggie muffins. And a lot of times I'll use the, the vegetable pulp from a, a juicer mm. in there, just okay. like making carrot bread, you know, or, or carrot cake, you know, yeah. it's the, the carrot pulp. I yeah. hate yeah. that. And that, that fiber is so important yeah. because yeah. that helps you, you know, clean the inside of the colon and get yeah. all that yuck out. So if you were a car, what kind of car would you be? Holy. Um, you know, I, I love my little Nissan. Uh, I think it fits me well because I'm not really super materialistic. So I don't, I don't need anything. I'm not real fancy. Nissan is, is very practical. I feel like I can be really practical and um, use the, what I have and improvise and I don't need anything fancy or, or huge or big and, you know, and to, to work. <laughs> my last guest, honey, she was a Bentley. She had the color. <laughs> she had the leather yeah. seats, the piping. She had it down. So I know. But again, simplicity, you know, it, it works. You know, yes. it, it, work. it keeps you humble. If you had three magical wishes, what would they be? Uh, one would be that every chiropractor in the world would give free chiropractic care to orphans and uh, and children, people that don't have money. Uh, I'm real passionate about chiropractic care, and um, I think that in the future I want to start a nonprofit actually that would help with getting uh, kids adopted, you could say, by chiropractors and, and get that care. So that's number one. Uh, number two would be that uh, no one go hungry. And number three would be that uh, people got free free healthcare. Wow. <laughs> well, that's, yeah. that's amazing. And in closing, Michelle, what do you want your legacy to be? I want people to remember me as someone who spent her time and effort um, just helping others feel better. And so I, I want people to maybe take that book that I, you know, have written and and get it out there and say, yeah, this is this is a road that we need to travel. We need to go down on and we need to to share with people what she shared with people, you know, go to, to high schools and teach, you know, um, 
the kids that they can make better choices with food, better choices with their makeup. Uh, you know, the, the teens, they're starting to get all, you know, prettified, you know, starting these makeup. Yeah, well, and, and again, you want to take care of yourself, but brings what you have to understand is I always tell this story too. You got to be careful with herbs because it is plant medicine. Thank you. Things, as a disclaimer that, you know, since we're talking about that, I want to encourage people that don't get overly excited with this marijuana because it is genetically, here in California, it's legal. It is genetically modified. It is supply and demand. It's not the sexy allure that it used to be. Okay, I've got plenty of shows that are talking about that. Now they are trying to make mushrooms, hallucinogenics. I was at my girlfriend's house and her son came in with this pretty pink box. And I said, oh, that's nice. And I opened it and I said, what's this? He says, these are hallucinogenic mushrooms. <laughs> so you want to be careful about that. Let me tell you, let me self-disclose about my little trip. I go to China, Beijing. I'm in the tea shop. And I mean, they've got a tea that will, and an herb that will cure everything because they're into prevention. Well, I buy a big can and I come home and I have a big mug. Not one, but two. I started to hallucinate, Michelle. It was awful. I was tripping. Things was moving. And it was, I was like, what in the world is this? My husband came home. He goes, what did you do? I said, well, I just had a couple mugs of tea. He said, how did they serve it to you there? They served it to me in a cup like this, one serving. So I macro dosed. Okay. I was, you have to understand that when you do these alternative medicines, that medicine, actual pharmaceutical medicines are derived from these chemicals, okay? From these extractions. Yes. So don't just go off willy-nilly because, oh, well, this herbalist said that or that. Work with a trained professional like Michelle that has studied this, that has dedicated their life. Go to an herb shop, Google the information, start in small doses, and see what your, your tolerance is. Put a little bit on your skin and see if there's any sort of reaction because it's natural. That doesn't mean that you can't be allergic to it. So those are my disclaimers. Those are my hopes and my dreams and my wishes for you brains to have a healthy life from the outside of your skin to inside your heart. And Michelle is there and she's gonna be uh, there with her beautiful products. I'm gonna put all of her show note information at the back so that you'll be able to purchase and go in and see what you need. Um, also, I think you have some YouTube videos. Do you have some YouTube videos? I have a few. I've started a channel and uh, those will continue to grow in number. Right. And then, you know, she might do a cooking thing for us to watch. So we're going to keep an eye on Michelle because she's really, really, um, she could have chose to do anything else. And this is what she's chose to do. And that is to help you. Thank you so much, Michelle, for being here on the edge with me and my brains. You are the absolute best. Well, thank you so much. And thank you all of you brains for employing your brain in uh, really, you know, paying attention and trying to ingest everything that you just listened to. Um, and and, and thank you, April. 
because April, you you um, have some heart yourself, you know, to be willing to share a podcast like this. It, it shows heart within you. So thank you. Well, you're very welcome because I want my brain to live forever without wrinkles and crinkles. <laughs> All right, brains, you know what I need you to do? I'm looking for my postcard. I can't find it, but you know where you know where I am. Like, there you go. Thank you, baby. Love, like, share, and subscribe. Love, like, share, and subscribe. Okay? Thank you so much, Michelle. I look forward to talking to you again in the future. Yes, ma'am. Bye, brains. Thank you.